0: You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. Hey, everybody. I'm Sean Reynolds, the owner of Summer Properties Northwest, Reynolds Klein Appraisal, and your host to this episode of the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. So we've got a new report that just came out from CoreLogic, big data aggregator, and they are basically saying a home price slump is coming. These markets will be hit hardest. Let's take a look and see what they're predicting. A home price slump. That's not exactly what we're experiencing here in the Seattle market, but maybe in other areas of the country, there are some signs of things to come and we want to check those out before we get into a bad market because things here in Seattle right now are super hot as they are across a lot of areas of the country that I'm seeing reports on. But if CoreLogic is saying that a slump might be coming, let's take a look at it. All right, so let's jump on in. And this is an article in Barron's um, that I picked up a couple of days ago. So it goes despite relatively steady home price appreciation in May, the US housing market is on the precipice of a extended of an extended price slump according to core logic report released Tuesday, the housing data providers may home price index and HPI forecast report predicts a year over year home price decrease of 6.6 by May of 2021. So across the United States, we're going to see a 6.6% drop by May of 2021. That just doesn't seem reasonable to me. I'm not seeing that coming. I don't think that's going to happen. But let's give them the benefit of the doubt. And we'll just kind of keep going. So the forecast comes on the heels of a host of relatively positive housing data that found demand picking up after its initial Coronavirus induced decline in early spring. That is exactly what we've seen. We've seen a massive surge in both buyer demand and and buyers and sellers bringing their homes on the market. And that's as of probably about mid May, all the numbers are up, um, including including appreciation. So you're gonna have to have a big turnaround. Because May 2021, that's less than a year away from now. Now we're in July of 2020. 10 months from now, we're going to have a 10% or 6.6% decline. Not seeing that. All right, let's keep going. Home prices in May 2020 grew 4.8% from the same month in 2019 and 0.7% they're up 0.7%. This is nationally from April of 2019. And that's according to the CoreLogic report, greater than the 0.3% month-over-month increase CoreLogic predicted in April. So all the numbers are going up. They're beyond what people are predicting. While robust demand and a tight supply of of homes for sale have kept prices up through the crisis, the anticipated impacts of the recession are beginning to appear across the housing market, CoreLogic said in a press release. The company's May forecast predicts a month-over-month price decrease of 0.1% in June, and a year over year decline of 6.6% by May of 2021. So we do have this crazy demand and because of interest rates and a tight supply of homes because we entered into this pandemic with a shortage a historically low levels of inventory. And that's only been exacerbated by sellers not wanting to have their homes in the market. So we do have a really tight supply. But in the next call it 10 months, are we going to see an oversupply and prices start to come trickle down? I don't think so. That's the part that I think there's a disconnect on this report. We're not seeing that we don't have enough time between that between now and then for that to happen happen. Because you got to have a bunch of homes on the market in order for that really top priced home to start. All right, we need to sell this but it's not selling let's drop it down and then everything else kind of follows suit and you end up chasing prices down. That's what happened in the Great Recession of 2008. You had a ton of of housing inventory on the market. And if sellers really needed to get stuff sold, they started to drop those prices. And yeah, that's what happened. So pent up demand was delayed from spring to summer and is reflected in the latest price data. Frank Martelli, uh, Frank Martell, president CEO of CoreLogic said in a press release, but with elevated unemployment, Purchasing activity and home prices could fall off after summer. All right. So here's where we get into the nuts of it. Home prices could fall off after summer. Maybe. We don't really know. But we are core logic. But we're talking about this. They might fall off. They might also go up. And that's kind of what I'm predicting here on the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. Not a fall, but going up. And the beauty of this is that since I'm recording it and this is on YouTube, you can come back in May of 2021, see if I was right. Was I just totally off base or was CoreLogic totally off base? I don't know. We'll find out. That's the beauty of having all this stuff recorded and you can come back to it. I can see if I was an idiot or we can see if CoreLogic was maybe just off because they're throwing out concepts like uh, home prices could fall off after summer. They They probably won't, but they could. They might fall off 6.6% nationally. We're not really sure, but we'll just keep going with that. And I'm kind of making fun there, but a lot of what you see in the press, you gotta look at critically and go, all right, 6.6 percent down by May of 2021. Based on what? What are you seeing? And unemployment, yep, yeah, unemployment is super high. That's one of the things we're talking about with the city of Seattle trying to tax Amazon. Unemployment's already pretty high, and you're throwing out a big tax on big business. Not a good call, people. Not a good people at all. A good call at all. All right. So should prices decline six point six between May twenty twenty and May twenty twenty one, it would be the greatest year-over-year price drop since September of two thousand and nine, when home prices declined seven point six percent from the year prior. This is according to core logic. By the end of summer, buying will slacken and we expect home prices will show declines in metro areas that have been especially hard hit by the recession. So now we're saying that areas, especially hard hit by the recession, those are going to decline. All right, I get that that makes sense to me. But these other areas, kind of like Seattle, San Francisco, I'm not seeing declines in those markets. Let's keep going. While all states are expected to experience a price decline, Arizona and Florida face the perfect storm of elevated COVID 19 cases, and the subsequent collapse of the spring and summer tourism market that makes sense to me so if we are talking about a collapse of pricing in states and areas specifically that are tourism driven absolutely that makes total sense but for a lot of these other markets you don't have enough supply to to see that happening Um, while harder hit areas may also experience a slower rebound the preservation of factors like low mortgage interest rates and a shortage of for sale supply have already supported prices in some metro areas and may encourage home price stabilization Nationwide, I, we're not seeing that happen. That's—I don't think that's going to happen. According to the May report, the markets most at risk of a decline in home prices are Prescott, Arizona; Lake Havasu City—Kingman, Arizona; Naples, Immokalee, Marco Island in Florida; Crestview, Fort Walton Beach, and Destin, Florida; and Daphne and Fairhope, Foley, Alabama. So all major tourism areas that have been shut down, and those are going to have the biggest price drops that I can wrap my head around. So the core logic report is not the only signal of a potential slowdown in recent weeks. A mortgage bankers association index that measures the weekly volume of applications for a loan to purchase a home has posted week over week decreases for two weeks in a row. Though the level remains greater than the same period in 2019. The weakening in activity is potentially a signal that pent up demand is starting to wane, and that low housing supply is limiting prospective buyers options. Joel, said Joel Kahn, the organization's Associate Vice President of Economic and Industry Forecasting said at the time. So you get these reports that come out, they claim there's going to be a 6.6% drop across the United States, not really saying why. But we're saying that some areas are going to have greater depreciation and greater chance of falling in price than others. And then you're saying based on a two week period where you've got a decrease in mortgage, all of this stuff is kind of like, all right, yeah, that could happen, but it's probably not going to. Because guess what? We have historically low interest rates and we have no inventory. I have been talking about that forever and that's the part of the equation that I think a lot of people are like, uh, Yeah, but what we well, we've still got really high unemployment. So there's got to be a price drop, right? Well, maybe, but let's talk about how many of the unemployed are even home buyers. So a lot of the unemployed right now are kind of entry level and entry level workers. And here in Seattle, those people are they are renters right now it's incredibly hard to put together a down payment like if you've got kids you're raising kids um, you're not making a ton of money and you live in a big city it is really hard to save you're trying to save for your retirement you're trying to put kids through college all that life stuff the market here in Seattle is moving so fast that people can't keep up with the cost of living and everything else. There just isn't enough money in the family budget to make that go. So a lot of people are basically renters for life until they move to another area. And so what that means is that, yes, we've got a lot of people unemployed, but they are not necessarily throughout a lot of the upper end markets through like the the Puget Sound area. They are not necessarily home buyers anyway. So they are taken out of kind of the big urban markets already just by where they sit socioeconomically within the buyer pool. And so what you've got is a situation here, especially in Seattle, where anything that hits the market is going in just a matter of days, if not hours. But most everybody, um, especially on the summit side, and what I'm seeing, people are doing an offer review. If you're in a decent market area and you've got low inventory, do an offer review because you're going to get a bunch of offers and trying to keep things fair with offers coming in and reviewing them just when they come in. Oh, I got to go meet with the seller. That becomes very problematic and difficult. So pick a day a week after you bring the house on the market, pick that day to be your offer review, Go ahead and do your offer review then tell everybody to bring their highest and best offer. Because literally, you're going to get a bunch of offers. It's a, if it's a, a typical tracked home in a desirable neighborhood that has low inventory, that's just what's going to happen, you're gonna have a bunch of people who want it, and they're going to offer on it. And they're probably going to offer well over list price. So that's what we're seeing happen here in Seattle. And we're seeing that happen across the country in a lot of the more dense urban markets. And so much of it has to do with just no supply and these really low interest rates. So that's why I find it really interesting. When you run across an article like this, a home price slump is coming. Uh, Maybe. That's literally what the article says. It might happen. And it kind of gives some roughed out ideas of, okay, the market's going to tank. It's going to go down. But then we're going to follow it up with, well, it's really only these areas that are going to be hardest hit, and maybe those areas decrease by twenty percent. I don't know. Does that take the rest of the country and kind of average it out to you know decline of six point six percent in the next year? I do not see that happening because other areas of the country are rising far too rapidly and will offset any of that negative um, market movement. Just not going to see that. So unless you have a massive switch around in the next say 60 days. And I'm not seeing that happen. Massive switch around massive trends going the other way going upside down. I don't see a decrease of 6.6% uh, nationwide by May of 2021. I actually see an increase because that's what's happening right now. That's what I've been talking about. We just had our MLS stats come out here for for the C- the greater Seattle area, the greater Northwest multiple listing, which is Western Washington, and our stats are all up we're kind of past that Coronavirus initial thing. And uh, we're we're past phase point one 1.0. And now we're now we're kind of looking at phase 2.0. But what I'm seeing happen with buyers and sellers is everybody's wearing a mask, they're following the instructions of how to look at a house, a lot of stuff's being done online. But buyers and sellers are really active and buyers particularly, because they want to take advantage of these historically low interest rates been talking with mortgage brokers and I'll have uh, Dan Chapman of Fairway Independent Mortgage. I'll have him on next week. We'll kind of go over um, all the changes in the mortgage industry um, that have happened that happen in a time like this when you've got some lenders uh, entering the marketplace, other lenders taking their money out of the marketplace, kind of this whole thing of we don't really know what's going on, our property's going up. Is there enough liquidity to make all this mortgage stuff go around? We've got a refinance boom going on. You've got historically low interest rates. So I'm going to bring in Dan Chapman to talk about that. And then as it, in this month's stats, in the MLS stats, the MLS basically came right out and said, hey, we've had a lot of inventory come on the mar- market, but guess what? It's getting absorbed as fast as it can come on. So that's what's going on. And I don't see those two dynamics, the low interest rates and the low supply, changing anytime soon. So I think you'll see more and more news stories about how the market's going up, but you know what clickbaits people into watching you know, or looking at these articles is a home price slump is coming. Watch out, it's coming, it might be here. Now I'm really gonna look like an idiot, aren't I, if, if this thing does turn around and goes sideways on us. But the beauty is, is that I podcast every single day, so you'll be able to hear about it at least once a week or maybe twice a week as that happens. But I don't think that is what's gonna happen. You're gonna have some segments of the market, some small tourism type segments get hit really hard. But guess what? They're already probably hit pretty hard because when you're dependent upon people coming in for tourism and you're a state that's in a lockdown or you just don't have much people uh you know moving around, you're gonna be hard hit. Those areas are gonna be hard hit and housing in those areas is gonna be It's going to be tricky. It's going to be difficult. But here in the Pacific Northwest, we've got the other problem, which is things are rising. So any which way the market turns, whether it's good or bad, I will be here podcasting on the daily to tell you all about it. So thank you so much for tuning in. If you found this information helpful to your real estate career, to your home buying decisions, to your selling decisions love to have you hit the subscribe button for our YouTube channel and also all of you that uh, tune into us on the uh, podcast platforms couldn't think of the word podcast thank you so much for listening so it means a lot to us to have everybody support and to tune in and share this with your friends so I know we've got a lot of people that are tuning in because of the chop and we will probably do a few more chop segments probably not out in the field because now CHOP just looks like walking through a park, which is what it is. It was just a park with a lot of graffiti before and a lot of just crazy nut chops running around with guns. But um, we'll probably do one or two more segments on CHOP. But other than that, that's over. And we'll be coming up with some more um, cool, fun segments to share with you. So thanks again for tuning in. Again, I'm Sean Reynolds from Summer Properties Northwest, Reynolds and Klein Appraisal. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. We'll catch you in the next one. Bye for now.